You're now listening to the Role Models Podcast with me, your boy, the Mighty Shields, aka Monkey Boy Shields, here with my boy, Derek, the Kid Sweat. Say what up, Derek. What's going on, guys? <laughs> so today is a special podcast. It's going to be a longer pop podcast, actually. We're going to go, we're going to talk and uh, do our regular discussions that we would normally do, but uh, we're also going to do a spoiler cast at the end of this episode, and we'll kind of separate it with some kind of message or some kind of time or let you know of uh, Spider-Man Far From Home, because we both finally saw that movie, really excited to talk about it, um, and there's some things that we need to discuss, and I can only discuss them with Derek, because he's the only motherfucker to keep up with this shit. Now, that being said, I guess we can do a spoiler-free v- spoiler review, like I've commonly heard on different podcasts. Um, did you like that shit? Man, that was one of the best Spider-Man movies that I actually saw, so yes, I enjoyed it thoroughly. And I would have to agree. It had all the moments of a Spider-Man movie I was hoping for. There was, there was a weak point that could have been a strong point, and I'll go into that in the spoilers. And now that, that was my own bias. That wasn't the movie actually messing up. It was just I had just experienced a certain sequence of events or a certain set piece in a different medium of Spider-Man. And it being so in, in such close proximity to how what I saw in the movie, it didn't hit me the same way. But we'll, like I said, we'll go into that later. Um, but uh, other than that, man, how your week been? Man, my week's been all right. I've been uh, working. Uh, went to go see Spider-Man at least a good two times. I was debating on going to go see it again today. That's how good it was. I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I enjoyed the movie, but on top of that, I mean, I've been pretty all right. Uh, I got to see my daughter yesterday, which was a big event for me, especially after she attacked the shit out of me. But, I mean, yeah, it's been a pretty good week. Hell yeah. And uh, as for me, man, my week has been pretty hectic, man. At work, it's, you know, it's a little busy. I won't go into that because y'all need to know that shit. But, I mean, I saw Spider-Man, you know, I've been... uh kind of fanboying over that for a while and i'm trying to temper my enthusiasm just because when me being a huge spider-man fan i thought every spider-man was the best spider-man and so i'm trying to be more uh objective and take my bias out of it and that was a spider-man movie i still would say i like homecoming more but uh it just hit me a little bit different with homecoming but this was a fun movie it was a uh, spider-man to the spider-man to the spider-man degree movie um but other than that um just been it's just been me and the boy this weekend my wife had went to st louis to see her mom uh and so i've been Take care of this boy, man, and he's he's good. He's awesome, man, and I'm starting to see uh, myself more and more in him, and that's really like the like the shining light of this weekend. Uh, so if you and the reason I bring him up is because he's actually taking a nap right now, and I have the baby monitor real close to me. So if you hear a boop, like you checking out at a cash register at the grocery store, that's because my my baby monitor is out of range, and I need to move it. So, just <laughs> let in uh, revealing a little bit of the the dad life to you. Uh, but 
I mean, I know San Diego Comic-Con is going on right now. Um, and there was some big announcements this weekend. We talked about that a little bit on the Salt Hackers podcast, which was... <laughs> Yo, <laughs> full disclosure, that was... That recording that was a was a headache and on, on more scales and more levels than one. Yeah, just for the simple fact that uh, it's hard being a creative man. It's hard trying to get stuff right when you you know you're not really familiar with the medium. And I know we all kind of sat and bumped our heads. We recorded. We actually recorded two podcasts because the first one was so messed up. But we were so like heartbroken because it had really good content. I mean. It was really good, and we still will release it at some point when we, you know, we kind of build our our base a little bit, and y'all will accept some snap, crackle, and pop action in your ears. That was a good podcast, man, and we're gonna try to find a way to give you a lost episode. Maybe there's a week that we go on hiatus, and then we can drop it, you know, as a flashback episode or something like that, or when we on like Christmas break or something like that. Uh, but yeah, man, it. It's a rough go. I mean, for we did what almost four hours last we had night. Four hours of content, damn near. Oh my god! It like Mike said, like the first episode was really good content. Like, um, I talked about some personal issues and things like that. Uh, we got onto a really, really deep level. Uh, like it, it was, it was ridiculous. I don't want to say too much about it because I know that, again, uh, we're growing our fan base and things along those lines. I don't want to delve into that too much. But I will say um, when or if this episode ever gets released, you'll see what I mean and you'll understand uh, more of, well, myself and and Mike as well. Uh, but this San Diego Comic-Con, after they uh they dropped all these bombshells on me last night, uh, one thing that got me was a uh, Thor Love and Thunder. I was not thinking that they were going to bring back a, a Thor four. Uh, I it, this kind of counters the point that we made on our last podcast when we thought Valkyrie would take over the mantle of Thor because there was no way I saw Natalie Portman coming back as Jane Foster to reprise that role. Let me tell you something. She is going to have to hit the gym. Oh, yeah. She she is indeed. Because uh, seeing, like, a current picture of her now, well, seeing a current video of her now, like, nah. Mm-mm. You, you ain't going to be, you ain't going to be all that. I'm sorry. At least beef up a little bit. Not too much, but enough. Uh I, and and I kind of said this on the Salt Happens podcast, like it was kind of like Mar- uh, Marvel setting us up, like, oh, well, Natalie Portman's not in this movie anyways, so there's no need for you to worry about that. And this was during the in-game world premiere and everything like that, the red carpet, and everybody was like, well, why is Natalie Portman there if she's not there? If she's not in the movie, why is she there? And then to get hit with this bombshell months after the movie came out, saying, oh, well, she's Lady Thor. Wait a minute, Marvel, how dare you drop us the hugest hint in plain sight and then make it believe and make people believe like 
she has no role in this movie. How dare you? I'm really interested to see how they do it, man. I, I really, I'm really, I'm hoping for the best, man, because Thor is a good, uh, is a good series now, I would say, a good franchise. Uh, they have the same director that they did for three. So seeing Natalie Portman in like a goofy kind of movie, because it will inevitably be, uh, I'm really interested to see how that plays out. I am too. I mean, that's that's something that, you know, it doesn't happen very often to see a goofy Thor. I mean, like we discussed the last time, the second Thor was a little too serious. And Chris Hemsworth was seriously about to say, I ain't coming back for a third. And then after hearing the script for that uh, for Thor 3, he came back. So it's kind of like a good thing. Um. One thing that I am also concerned about is how how will Valkyrie play into this movie? Because, again, the last time that we saw her was in Endgame, and she was dubbed the king of Asgard. So how, how, how is this going to play out? How is this going to play off into the movies? Um, as far as that is concerned, what is her role now in the MCU. I, I'm interested to see that, man. The, the door is wide open. This is true. Just like uh, they had a, a rumor that Tom, they're trying to get Tom Holland to sign up for like a nine-movie deal for just Spider-Man alone. And I think that's a really good idea because of the way that they had it planned out. Uh, so the first three movies were supposed to be him in high school. The next three movies are supposed to play off to where he's uh, in college. And then the next three movies was going to be him as an adult Spider-Man, which that would be dope, if anything. But I just read that Spider-Man 3 was going to be his last, or his contract's up after Spider-Man 3. So that's, that's something that's up in the air. Yeah, and I'm just searching up this this Phase 4 timeline, and... Uh... Yo, I, I don't see Spider-Man anywhere on that. <laughs> exactly. Like, that's, they still got, don't forget, they still have three untitled movies. We know that they currently have in development uh, Black Panther, uh, Black Panther 2, Fantastic Four, the X-Men, which Kevin Feige said they're going to take that into a whole different direction than what Fox did. So there's no telling on how they're going to pull that off. And then... I mean, who's to say that one of the one of the movies in Phase Four doesn't hint towards how that Spider-Man is going to play out? Yo, um, fuck all the bullshit. Listen, Blade got announced, which means <laughs> we gonna have Blade in the Marvel MC, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. If oh my god, I cannot wait. And oh my god, they got Marshala Ali. Marshala Ali had to enunciate that man's name. <laughs> I don't want to be called Cottonmouth, but that's who he is to me. Yeah, and Bro, well, he... he is going to kill that role, and I'm pretty sure he pays his taxes too. So, oh, oh, oh shade. <laughs> but no, like okay, he also played. Uh... If you've seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, 
he played uh, Miles Morales's uncle too. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So I mean, he after hearing his voice, that man's got a smooth voice. I could see him playing as Blade because Blade is like one of those he's smooth with his words, but when he's vicious with them, you know he's serious. I you can put you can put that actor in anything, man. I watch that shit. So I, I like him, man. And the thing about the thing that's dope about Blade is that do, uh, Blade's effects and choreography was good when when that like uh, was it special effects and choreography yeah. were shit. So imagine it now, bro. Oh, oh, oh. that's that's gonna be a good movie to see. And the only reason why he's coming into perspective now is because of Doctor Strange. So, yeah, so with Doctor Strange actually stepping into, like, the MCU, that really did open a whole nother door to, like, possibilities. So I want to see how this plays out, and I want to see how they introduce him. Like, what movie are they going to pull him in through? And I'm thinking they're going to do it with the uh, Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I think so too. What do you think? What and kind of steering from that because there's a lot of stuff on this on this in timeline that's on Disney mm-hmm. Plus. You gonna buy that Disney Plus ship? Uh, I'll give it a shot. I'll see if I like it. If I do, yes, indefinitely. Damn, they got my money. They know they got my money. I gotta see it. <laughs> well, I know you're already I'm not gonna weak, mess with Derek. that. Uh, you're not weak. You're just. They just know how to get you. They they know how to put the the beat up wings in front of you and be like, sign this contract and you can have bro, all, bro, the, relax, shit, all y'all the wings. Gotta relax on this beat up shit. <laughs> <laughs> sign this contract and you can have all the beat ups for life. Bro, it's wing stop lemon pepper wings. Oh, that's God. what we that's what we on right now. Oh God. Well, I mean, yeah, I did have Wingstop, so I ain't even gonna lie. They they Wingstop is hard, and that and that fucking that uh, that fry season they put on there is kind of salty and sweet. Look, yo, this is this is not what we intended for us to have a discussion about on the Black People Podcast. We're not mean to talk about chicken wings, so we're gonna go ahead <laughs> and shift the goddamn conversation to Black Black Ariel. Ariel. So. Uh, how do you feel about this outrage about Ariel being black? To be quite honest, I think this is a step in the right direction. Uh, some people are phased because of, as we all grown up with the movie, they're stuck with Ariel being a white redhead and she's got vocals and everything along those lines. It could have boiled down to two, two things. Number one, they could have not chose a black Ariel and gone with Ariana Grande, which Disney had their eyes on her for like a good minute instead of uh, Chloe Haley or Halley, however they want to go about their names. But either way, somebody was going to get outraged because I don't think that they could have chose Bella Thorne to do this movie. As many people would be like, oh, they should have chose her. I think this is the move in the right direction. It gives little girls of color a a chance like it's like oh i see somebody who's the same skin color as me up on the movie screen 
playing this iconic, you know, this iconic character, this princess. So if she can do it, I can do it too, which is a good thing for the world. It is a good thing for the world, but also people got to fucking relax. It's a Disney movie, bro. It's a, it's a mermaid. What, who, mm, who knows what a mermaid really, I, I guess what, you know, what mermaids are, they're fucking fish, bro. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And all, and, and, and to keep it a whole goddamn stack, Disney don't give a fuck what you think. They're going to do what they want to do because you're going to go see it because those are movies you grew up on. They're, it's nostalgic for you. So you're going to go pay to see the movie, whether it's good or bad, just like with The Lion King. You're going to go see that shit. You've seen The Lion King, bro. You've seen that shit. And all they're doing is just doing the CG over the, the they're not even changing the script. It's just well, the CG over The Lion King. And I haven't seen The Lion King yet, but I'm going to. Uh, well, I'm going to be the one that's going to get a lot of slack for this one. I don't think I'm going to go see it. I don't think I am. Um, I don't know what it is. Beyonce? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, sir. You do not I, let that I... beehive smoke. You better relax. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they can come at me, but I'm going to put that smoke on them and they're going to go to sleep. And I ain't talking about gun violence, people. I'm talking about actual smoke. Bees get knocked out with smoke. So just to let you know. Science lesson. Anyways, but no, I don't I don't think I, I'm going to go see it. My daughter's going to go see it and, with her mom. So I asked them what they thought about it. If I hear something good from them, then I'll give it a shot. But for the time being, nah, I'm going to hold off on that for a little bit. Um, like, also, and this is going to piss me off more than anything else, if these are true, uh, you hear about the rumors about Mulan? What rumors? It exists. No, 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 no. The live action movie that they're putting in development right now that they've released a trailer for already. Did mm -hmm. you hear the... No Mushu, bruh. No Mushu. I... Okay, so. Can I be honest with you? Go ahead. I loved Mushu in the movie. But even as a kid, I thought a talking... Little lizard dragon is a little bit ridiculous. But that's what gave it that moment, bruh. On top no, of that, it was the comedy the factor. Be a man. Oh. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, you can't even hear that in the new Mulan movie either. Because guess what? They're not pulling any of the classical songs from the animated movie. I'm still going to go see it, bruh. Nah. I'm telling you, they got my money, bro. They got it in a chokehold. You you say they've got it in a chokehold, but I I don't know I don't know I'll see I'll I'll wait and see until I hear more I'll hold off on my opinion on it. Um, you hit me with but, that uh, live action Aristocats, you got me again. You give me scat cat oh. playing on that piano, I'm going to see that shit. I don't even fuck with cats, but I I fuck with Aristocats. Yeah, <laughs> because everybody uh, wants to be a cat, you know. Yeah, because the cat's the only cat who knows where it's at. That's beside the point. Let's get back on topic. Fucking, I, I just, people need to get over, uh, like, the black or white or this character was this, this character was that. If you can play the role, you can play the role. She had to audition like everybody fucking else. 
Now, whether there was some bias going into it, maybe they, you know, Disney was like, we need to get a person of color, a black, a black woman or somebody like a minority to play this um, or uh, somebody from the Caribbean to play this. Then that's another story. But if they were going in to audition for a role, I would like to say, like, if it was in my case, I would like to say I have the same opportunity that another actor would have that is auditioning for it. You know, it, it, it just comes down to that. Maybe those maybe Bella Thorne who auditioned for it was asked because let's look at her track record of movies. I'll wait. That's what I thought. The only, the only one that I that I kind of watched and was kind of into was uh, Assassination Nation. Granted, she was not a big role in that. It was funny to see her get her face split the fuck open by a baseball bat. That's the only reason why I watched it. We do not support violence. Relax. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But that part made it so funny. I don't know why. But um, like you said, we people need to relax. It, it's it's 2019 now, people. Black, black people exist. We, we You know, we, we are great actors. You know, I mean, Marsala Ali, two-time Grammy winner. Uh, John Legend, who went for, he got the GOAT, a Grammy, an Oscar. Uh, EGOT. A, the, yeah, the EGOT, thank you. The Emmy, Oscar, Grammy, and Tony Award. Come on now. You got Come on. Donald Glover yeah. out here doing whatever the fuck he pleases because he's a renaissance man. Yes. Speaking of which. He, when he announced that he was no longer going to be doing Childish Gambino, that kind of hurt my soul a little bit. I'm fine with that because he's been saying that. He was saying that before his last album came out. Uh, I mean, shit. and if see, and was messed up about Childish Gambino, um, and not messed up about him. It was about me. Is that when he first released that uh, that last album where it was kind of like soulful and you know kind of r&b album and like neo r&b my brain wasn't ready to accept that because i was still coming off of freaks and geeks and camp so i was ready for that rap and when he came in here it was like bring me in. i was like oh i ain't ready for that dog i'm sorry uh <laughs> so it took me about a couple of months before i actually sat down and listened to it and now i think that's my favorite project of his outside of like his mixtapes obviously um he he can do anything man i wish yeah. all of it out of all the shit he does i wish he would do stand up again yes he was funny and like you like now the 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 comedy market is starting to get a little i don't want to say diluted but it kind of is because, because when you say diluted you mean saturated Yes, thank you. Saturated. Thank you. Thank you for providing the proper wording. But, I mean, like, we've got Kevin Hart, but Kevin Hart can only run for so long. Uh, Tiffany Bro, Haddish. And mm. I, put the, I put these in the same boat. I love both of them. I love them both equally. Maybe more so Kevin Hart, because I've laughed at his stand-up for the longest of times. Um but it's to the point where you just see them too much. It's like in The Rock, we throw him in here too. I love all three of them, but because I see so much of them, they're starting to become a little grating. So meaning, like when my when I see them, they almost starting to get that little faint sound of like nails on the chalkboard. It's like, okay, I know where this is going. I need you to do something else for me, please. 
So when right. you when you were talking about in the podcast last night, when you were talking about that role he played with Brian Cranston, that really interested me because I was like, oh, maybe that's a different take on on Kevin Hart that I'll maybe open my eyes to see something else. And if he would do more stuff like that, I think I could tolerate him a little bit more. But now I just like he's in everything. I had to stop following him on Instagram. I know that's no mean nothing because I'm nobody, but it's like I I don't want to see that every day. Right. And uh, for those who are wondering about the movie that I was talking about or that Mike is referring to, it's called The Upside. It is really good. Kevin Hart did a really great job uh, for him to be one of the two main characters of the movie. Brian Cranston, great actor. Y'all know him from Malcolm in the Middle, which everybody recognizes him from. If you go back a little bit further, Seinfeld. If you don't recognize nobody. him from that, Breaking Bad. Yep. His number one achievement right there is Breaking Bad. So, but it's a really good movie. I recommend that you sit down, you watch it. It's based on a true story. It's very, it's a very big eye opener, and it it gives the perspective of two people living on different sides of the spectrum, uh, the rich versus the struggling, and how yeah. how it's a rise from there. But uh. But to add on to what you said, and then I'm going to jump off on that, and then we're going to jump on to the next subject. Uh, yeah, like, The Rock, I follow him on Instagram. The only reason being is because I want to see what type of workouts he does and stuff like that, because I've been Yo, going to the gym. he's real secretive with that shit. I just found out recently he don't do squats no more, so I'm thinking to myself, like, I ain't doing no fucking squats hurting my back, my knees. I'm going to get on this leg press. I know there's benefits to the back squat, but God. Damn, man, my knees ain't ready for that. And I think the leg press is easier on the knees, so I yes. might just just go ahead and do that. Because if The Rock do well, it, I could do it. Fuck everything. <laughs> well, on top of that, he does those uh the bar dips with the chains around his neck, and and he sit up there and he's like, man, when I saw him do that, I was like, I'm gonna do that one day. Went to the gym, and I did like I've been doing bar dips before, but when I added like they've got that belt where you can add that weight to it. Yeah, yeah. I, tr I tried that one good time. I was like, nope, not ready. <laughs> Relax. Bro, full disclosure, because a lot of y'all don't know me, I'm, I'm one of them thick boys. So uh, <laughs> I got a whole lot of ass to pull up on them pull-up bars and on those dip bars. So if I'm able to get at least four out, I'm like, hey, I'm doing the damn thing. <laughs> I'm, well, just to let people know, as far as my height is concerned, I am 6'4". 275 pounds. Yes. Goddamn, you 6'4"? Is... Yes. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I am 6'4", 275 pounds, and that is nothing more than muscle and my family curse of ass. That is about it. So, and for people who are kind of confused on why Mike sounded so surprised, we have never met face-to-face. -face. So, that is as far as the height is concerned, that is why. Bro, it's like Mario to Luigi right now. Because <laughs> I'm a clean 5'8", and I'm like, six goddamn four. <laughs> That's why people don't see many pictures of me full body when I'm, like, taking pictures and stuff like that. Because they're really used for it. I mean, the only time that people could actually see it is if you saw me standing next to my dad. My dad's 6'2". Bro, so. 
<laughs> we got to do some two on twos, man, because I got to have some height on my team. Anyway, uh, so what? Let's talk a little bit about anime, and then I think we can move on to the spoiler cast. Uh, okay. So what? Uh, um, I, I, you, as you know, and as anybody that knows me right now, I am on that JoJo hype right now, and it's been on. It's gonna be on high. It was on hiatus this weekend. It was on hiatus last weekend. But the next weekend is going to be a double episode. It's going to be a full hour of content. And it's going to be the end of this season, the end of part five. Uh, and then there's no more JoJo until April of 2020, where we get part six with Jolene Cujo. Uh, JoJo's so fucking good. If, you, if you're watching JoJo or if you're on the fence about JoJo or if you have maybe, and I know where you stopped. I absolutely know where you stop. You stopped in part one. Part one is the slowest part of JoJo outside of the uh, the Egypt uh, the Egypt monster of the our villain of the week timeline in uh, part three. Just make it through part one, man. Make it through part one, get the Joseph Joe star, and then forget about the rest because it just gets better and better from there. Um, it's to give you a little brief description of what Jojo is, it's, uh, it's centered around, uh, it began with Jonathan Joestar um, and Dio Brando, who was his adoptive brother. Um, through events of part one, the Joseph Joestar bloodline has been cursed to events that will not delve into. Um, but then each part, so there's, there's eight parts in total. Only five have been animated, but in each part, it's like an anthology. So each part follows uh, a descendant of that Joestar timeline and how they, you know, uh, face adversity and, you know, kind of to try to pretty much clear the curse because that's their, that's the blood, but it's like, it just ramps up and up and up and up. And I will tell you right now, if you watch anime, any anime that you've watched recently are, I would say, post, uh, I'll say post Cowboy Bebop has at least one JoJo reference in it. At least mm. one. And I can pull it out. It's mm. that, it's, it has that much effect on anime at large. It, it JoJo is an anime for anime watchers, dog. I'm telling you, if you watch JoJo, you're not. If you watch it, give it an earnest shot. You're gonna love it. I can't speak highly enough of it. Uh, the art style can be a little bit jarring. I said the same thing about Attack on Titan um, because it looks weird. Uh, but man, when you yo, I started to get used to it, and it is just man, it's just a lot of fun. But I know you've been watching something else because you don't fuck with JoJo like that. But I'm determined to get you to. Yeah, you're trying to. I mean, I was about to hit you with that anime. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, um, I've been watching, I've been watching three animes, actually. Um, one on Netflix called Seven Seeds, which is really fucking good. Uh, pretty much it's a post-apocalyptic world. There's these people who have been chosen to restart populating the world and the struggles that they're going to. Another one that I've been watching was uh, Revisions. That is also on Netflix. Uh, pretty much uh, a group of, or this town in Japan gets time warped to 
way into the future where this disease kills off or transforms these human beings into these weird like robotic like creatures and they're just trying to and these group of kids who have super mechs or mech suits uh are fighting to help with that uh the third one that I've just been or that I just started watching um if you're a big fan of is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon they came out with another season I just finished uh episode 1 of the new season and it is getting deep bell mm, bell bell has improved over time i'm glad that they stuck with the animation style that they did with the first season i'm glad that they still have the same writing crew uh hestia with all of her lolly boobies all over the place oh yeah. my god relax <laughs> but no uh mike this is this is an anime that i think that you would like pretty much uh, it's like a dungeon quest. It's like a dungeon dive, pretty much. But you're following this one character who's always been seen as a weakling. Um, and each each adventurer is assigned to a family, or a family picks them up. And it's like the Greek gods. So you've got Hestia, Hermes, uh, Aphrodite, so on and so on and so on, who take these kids in and be like, you're part of my family now. Everything that you do is for the family, and it gives us better reputation. And Belle belongs to Hestia, and she is pretty much like a solitary goddess. He's, uh, Belle's her only child, as you would say, and he's going through the dungeon. And as he's going through the dungeon, he gets he gets fucked up pretty much. And you just follow him through that. But the second season is going to be pretty dope. They just started the war games. And it's it's about to be something real. Um, I do want to say, uh, I heard, did you hear about the fire that they had over in Japan that killed uh, 33 people and stuff like that? I have not. Okay, so uh, if you are subscribed to Crunchyroll and everything like that, there was an anime studio, and I'm actually pulling that up right now, but 33 people actually... Uh, 33 people were actually killed in the uh, the arson attack. It was Kyoto Anime. Uh, so for who for those who don't know, they gave us a lot of great shows. Uh, one of their recent ones was uh, I had it. It was Fire Fire Squad or something along those lines. But uh, Fire Brigade, the new one that just came out. Yes, that's the studio. Is and is that? Is this a more yep. Okay, I'm familiar with the manga of this. I was mm-hmm. Is this a publicity stunt? No, it is actually real. Because shit okay. like this happens in that anime. No. Uh what happened was it's like this guy comes in and one of the one of the survivors from the fire actually said that the guy came in and he looked around the room. And then he he yelled at the top of his lungs, die. And then the next thing you know, the whole place caught on fire. Like he did something or he detonated something and it caused the fire to spread throughout the building. And Relax. it killed. That is yeah. uncanny. And I'm, my condolences to all the people that, you know, that, that lost a family member or are affected by, you know, this, this 
arson, this fire, this this terrible event. But if you are familiar with that anime and the studio that produces that, these are events that actually happen in that 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 manga, the anime, which leads me to wonder if it was like publicity thing. And it's not me discounting those lives, but it's just it's uncanny that what they were writing about or producing actually happened to them. Yeah, and from what they from what they've released so far, because they're still, from my understanding, they're still investigating it. The guy brought in eleven gallons of gasoline and just set it ablaze. And he was one of the people who died. But they said that most of the crew, or most of the people there, they were in their, uh, the average age for the employees there was about 34. Goddamn, this shit is hella real! Yeah. So, uh, some people said that the fire was pretty much, it lasted for like a good seven, eight minutes before uh, anybody could get there. They said that it was, mm, they said the heat was really, really bad. And one of the people was talking about how the flames looked really tall. They said it was about like 33 feet away from them. And it was that hot. Like, that's how hot that stuff was. So for for this to happen, I mean, I know this isn't really like an anime podcast or anything along those lines, but stuff like this affects people around the world. Like this, this fire brigade Thanks. anime is is something that I'm really interested in, and to hear something like this happen to them, that's that's kind of messed up. Uh, for those who may have like Crunchyroll or Funimation or anything along those lines, as you may know, the third episode is on delay because of this tragic event. Um, Crunchyroll actually set up a a post or a um, a section to where you can give your condolences to the family, show support things along those lines to where you can say you can say how you feel about this situation. Because again, Kyoto Anime has provided a lot of good animes. And with Fire Brigade being their newest baby, and for this to happen, it it really sucks. I am uh... Yo, that is Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a loss of words, dog, because, like, there's, t- it's t- it's situations like this where I think the anime fan base can d- react one or two ways. They can be ignorant to the fact that people lost their lives and be like, where's my anime? Or two, they could be like, damn, that sucks. Hope everybody that was affected by it is all right. And I, teen, I tend to lean towards, uh, I hope everybody is... Not necessarily because we know people died, so it's not. Like, I hope everybody's all right. It's I hope that those people that were affected by it are able to live with life, you know, live with life and kind of be able to grieve respectfully. You know, that's right. tragic, man. And I was like, I was saying yesterday on the podcast we recorded, like it, it only takes one phone call to alter your entire life. And the, if you were to see, receive a phone call like that, I just, I came put myself in that shoes. It's, it's disrespectful to try to rel- to put yourself in those shoes. But I mean, and, like uh, to give y'all an idea of some of the animes that they put out there, uh, full metal panic. Uh, 
I know that's one that I watched and that was really good. Uh, let's see, let's see. Like K on the movie, uh, Beyond the Boundary, Free, uh, Free Eternal Summer. They they've got a good list. Si uh, the the Silent Voice movie. Uh, what was it? Uh, Kobayashi's uh, maid, My Dragon is a Maid. I see like, a lot of people cosplaying as that. I because I see that cosplay, I don't watch that anime. Man, it, it's a good anime. It's a lighthearted anime, but that's just some of the stuff that they they've provided. They've got a huge list, but for a company that made that much of an impact on viewers like myself or maybe you, and you may have watched an anime and may not known that it was made by them. As deep, it, it's a, it's like losing a family member almost. Yeah. So I, I wanted to really touch on that because I wanted to make people aware of what was going on. If they don't read the news or follow these events on Twitter, this is something that you might want to look deeper into. Um, also, like I said, uh, depending on when this is provided, uh, go ahead, jump on Country Roll, see if they still have that that spot open to where you can give your condolences to the families of the victims who uh, who passed away untimely, who had this untimely demise. And, you know, show some support uh, for these people because, I mean, technically we are all family. So, I mean, if you see one family member hurting, uh, do your best to make sure that they're okay and and make sure that, you know, they know that you're there and that you're showing some type of support for them to get better or to become stronger. Yeah. But uh, we're not ending this podcast on that. This is the second night in a row where you try to fucking end this on some sad shit. So, hey, I'm not trying to do that shit. I'm trying to inform the people. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Thank you for informing the people, but we're not ending this podcast like that. <laughs> so, um, any music you're looking forward to coming to soon? I know Rick Ross has announced he's coming. I know Chance Rapper is coming next Friday. I think that's the only one that I'm looking forward to. I'm interested, I man. I want to see how this turns out because I know he's been releasing those little those little uh, songs off to the side, but it being his first traditional studio album, I'm really interested to see how much weight it holds, man. I've been going back listening to the, like some classics, though. I've been listening to the, like the Outkast catalog. I've been listening yeah. to, to Pimp a Butterfly. Dude, To Pimp a Butterfly is one of those things that I think came before the world was ready for it. Yeah, that is true. That is very true. Um, so, seeing, I don't listen to many up-to-date artists. Like, I went back and I was listening to Spotify the other day. Also, you can find the streaming on Spotify, if anything. Uh one dude that I've actually listened to, and he's got a pretty decent uh, flow about him, Hobo Johnson. If you haven't heard Hobo Johnson, he is he's pretty deep. Uh, another dude, like I just listen to random stuff. Um, Gabriel Clearly. Black. Hey, hey, I'm diverse, sir. I like to I like to fix my palate and find that right taste, so that way I know that it's good music. But uh, no, no, don't you hit me with that. No, uh, <sighs> <laughs> uh, 
also I've been listening to Kyle. He's pretty good too. Um, he's supposed Come to be dropping. Yeah, super duper Kyle. Like he he's got some new music supposedly coming out here in the next couple of weeks. I don't know how much of it though, but he's got some good stuff. And uh, I need this Yandy to come out. I need this Kanye album to come out so I can know if I need to write him off for the rest of my life or not. Nah. This next album, he's on his last goddamn strike with me. I'm college dropout. Be damned if he come out and this Yandy's fucking garbage. He is going in the garbage. <laughs> so you're telling me. And and all these people who who are listening to this podcast, that if Kanye messes up on this Yandi album, you completely write him off. He is done. He's gone. He is, He's gone. All right, y'all heard it. Y'all heard it. So the next time in and the future, I, I, I wasn't. Them, I was one of them dumb motherfuckers that defended him because he came up with that album. I was like, oh, well, you know, break the heart from the artist. Fuck that now, bro. If he comes out and this next album does not slap after he had Kim K do all that marketing for him, like, he's that many for it to come out. Fuck you. Come out with this album, dog. <laughs> you don't owe me what uh, you owe me, you know? Pay what you owe. True, true. I'm waiting for Jay-Z to come out with another album. I know he's I busy. Not. No, because him and Logic, that's another artist that I've been listening to, him and Logic, I can see that happening. I mean, you... Logic need to get who, about the fucking paint. Real talk. Nah. I'm tired of hearing Logic. I'm tired of seeing him have a new full length album every week. Get that shit out of my fucking face, dog. Well, I mean, dude's, if, dude is progressive. He said, I think he said, I wrote five is full albums. Is he progressive albums. or is he just claimed that he's fucking biracial on every song? Nah, not the last song that I've heard him do. Not the last album that I've heard of. Bro, him we get it. You have black. You have white. We get it. Now make music. Man, this podcast sucks. No, I'm fucking <laughs> 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 All right. No, but for real, though, we're going to stop this here and then get into our spoiler cast of the Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, looks like Landon is awake. So we're going to have a half member for the second segment of this. But uh, any closing statements for this regular uh, part? Uh, drink water. It's still hot outside. And uh, watch anime. Yeah, man. Hey, same same kind of ideal. Drink that water. If it's dude, it was ninety one degrees in the dead of night, and my air condition, my air condition does not shut off. It it be out here. My fucking AC unit outside twerking right now. Nah, <laughs> it was a hundred degrees yesterday, and that was around twelve. At last night, it was about seventy nine, and we got lucky. Shit, fuck all that. So what we gonna do? We gonna take a water break. Hey, if you if you looking for uh, more content from us, you can find us at Official Salt Happens uh, on Instagram. Uh, we're also on Facebook, or if you want some solo content. You can find me at The Mighty Shields on Instagram, The Mighty Shields on YouTube. You can find me, Mightier Shields, on Twitter. And you're going to hear this pod. All you got to do is search either Salt Happens or The Mighty Shields on any platform, and something about me or the things that we're doing will come up. Real talk. Derek, give your socials. Uh, yeah. So, like Mike said, uh, you can pretty much find me on Instagram and Twitter at just Derek. That's J U S. It's either going to be a dot or a, a underscore D3RRICK. Um, 
I don't do a lot of streaming, so you won't see me on that. Um, but you might hear me every so often. If Mike does his streaming and I'm on there, you'll hear the salt going on through there. Um, I'm also on the PSN as U1 underscore kid. That's the letter U, the number one underscore kid. All right. Well, with no further ado, we'll get into the spoiler cast. We are going to give a little warning even even after this. So uh, if this is where you stop, thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe, like, comment, share everything. I'm going to start adding these to YouTube as well. Uh, probably either under the Mighty Shields or I may even create the own like our own little role models podcast. It, it, it depends uh, on how things pan out. But like I said, thanks for listening and we'll be back.